I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse door man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, hey. Give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Uh, pay me. Anyway, that sounds like a great place to start. Oh my God. Yes. For the people. For the people. Hi, David. Welcome to I Want to Be a Rich Bitch. I want to be a rich bitch. Yes. Yes. Don't we all sing it, girl? We all do. And we're glad to have you. I haven't seen you since we were kikiing in New York City. A in January. And it was the last of us, and we were so mean to people online. I love that. It was so much fun. Um, I I told um my friend, I was like, there's so many like TikTok stars yeah. in the line who thought they were like the thing. The thing. And did not treat us well. Oh no. You know what's so funny? Maybe I'm delusional. I felt like they were fine. I felt like everyone was like fine. Really? But like there I intimidated of, them. There was I felt like none of that. There was one in particular. I was just like, girl, really? Oh. But it was but fine. Yeah, I no, had, I literally, well, I think I came up being a bitch from day one. Like I'd come up and be like, oh, are you going to wear those shoes to run from the infected? <laughs> <laughs> that's how i started it and then and then it was like they were like oh my god <laughs> I, 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 I mean that's, the, that's the best part about doing that immersive stuff and god bless meta like for you for all of that because let me tell you how much fun we have doing those things that was i wasn't yeah. there for that one unfortunately but that was i think my fourth or fifth gig with them and it is all i mean that's how you and i officially met sarah like oh yeah you know, we did Shit. we did american horror story the first time down right. in, in meatpacking and that's how we became friends so like all three of us are meta for you people that just happen to like meta become friends because of it i mean not because of it but, and i have watched the show david you were gonna ask that yes yeah first of all so good pedro pascal is like oh, my fashion, like mm. at my aesthetic do you know what i mean like so one to a point where i'm on the red carpets and things like that he's I a mood yeah he's a mood it is such a vibe i, and I love to lean into the microphone He's a mood. He's a motherfucking mood. A mood. <laughs> a mood. <laughs> Wait, not the baby voice. A mood. Oh my god, he's a mood. He's a mood. Oh my god, that sounded like the uh, Rugrats. He's a mood. Oh my Happy. god, he's a mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Hire her for voiceovers. She's they ready. Do. They do. They do. Don't worry. But also hire me for more because I built my studio and it's ready to go. It's beautiful. Let's go. Yeah. It's perfect. Let's go. David, how how is your life going? I know we just spoke. Yeah, I heard you <laughs> but guys. How is I heard your you life guys going? cheated on me yesterday, so I just want to hear about what I missed. You know? Yeah, we'll we'll debrief you on the update. Yeah. Well, let me just start with today, right? Today, today. was a very unique day. Um, I helped a friend with um a video audition she had before the show, did the show, and it was a blue haired show. Um, and mm-hmm. you know how those shows go, but they mm-hmm. were with us, and so you want to give more and more and more and more. And then after the show, we had more to do because it was like there were more, it was a lot. You see, they're up, they are up for this a new Broadway show, um, right. that's already on Broadway that is nominated for a bunch of Tonys this season. Um, and so Mark. you know, we want to get it right, you know. 
Um, and so now I'm just like coming down from the show and doing all of that. And see, now I'm super curious as to which one it is because I have, I know who you're talking about and I have a speculation of two different ones that it could be. (laughs) And I have no idea. Uh, Yeah. uh, They are nominated for Tony. I mean, I, right. It's an original musical. Mm. That doesn't Uh narrow it down from what I was thinking. Uh, Oh wait, maybe it does. Original. And it's, well, I'll say, I'll say that. Huh? Hang on. Okay, I don't want to turn this into a guessing game. <laughs> no, 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 no. You would. I like a guessing uh, game. I because this is fun. I love shit like this. Um, it. Uh, how can I say? Um, it is original through and through. Okay. The com uh, and it's and it's completely different from what they did before. Mm. Music okay, wise. so music wise. It's completely it's different. Already, it's already open and it's already nominated. I'm saying it's completely different music-wise from what the person auditioning for it just did. Wow. Okay, so that makes me feel like my instincts are probably correct. Can I guess? Yes. <gasps> okay, my two guesses are Some Like It Hot. Okay. And my other guess is Shucked. Okay. I don't have any guesses because I literally am not in that world. But I will guess um, the Music Man. <laughs> um, yes, it's yes. Music Man. Harold Hill. It closed. <laughs> An original new <laughs> yeah. one. Um, yeah. Sure. So, so that was that. Um, last night I did not have a show, but I my mom is coming in on Thursday. Um, yes, day. mom. I hope we're all getting things for our mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and um, I need to go do that. Me too. So I've been doing a lot of cleaning and whatnot. What else has been going on in my life since Sarah's last seen me? Because that was the question. That is um, really the question. I mean, so talking about being a rich bitch um, and sort of piggybacking off of what Ed- Edward and I were talking about yesterday. Um, I went to school for musical theater. That's what I've been training for since I was what in eighth grade I went to a private art school and the only private art school in Chicago all four years thank you very much the Chicago Academy for the Arts Um, then from there I went to Baldwin Wallace University for musical theater and the music conservatory and so I've been doing this you know chipping away at it for a long time um, and there's a lot of downtime and I'm not in New York I'm not in the city so um the the path may not look like everyone else's. You know, I'm not in the city to be auditioning all the time. I fly to New York when I absolutely need to. Mm. And um, in, in doing that, I still have to pay my own bills and do, and do those things. So, What is that like for you when you, you know, I'm like curious because like I know a lot of auditions, they'll be like local hire. And so you'll be like, sure. And then you have to fly to New York. Well, so when I look on Playbill or Actors Access or whatever, and I'm looking for... Um, work um i see what i'm right for and gauge myself if it's worth the plane ride if it's worth going out there and i have an agent now so they're working for me as well and um you know covid did such a great thing where it put everybody on video auditions so now your initial audition is via video you you can even submit yourself you know right my legit agent is in la I live in New York. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. It it has put a lot of the power in the sense of getting yourself seen back on the artist. Yes. 
I, I agree. I entirely agree. Entirely agree. So um, I do a lot of video submissions. My agent sends me a lot of things through Actors Access. And I, I even though I'm here in Cleveland doing um, Ain't Misbehaving, I've had two callbacks for shows already, you know, and you prop up your little ring light and, yes. thing and, and, and you do the thing. Um, like that does that answer the question yeah no no I think that's I think that's cool no I was just thinking about how like to fly to New York for an audition I mean that must be you know Uh, what what helps is that you have your rapid rewards come on southwest and Uh you have friends in the city that she's a she's a delta gal she's a silver medallion baby she's going for gold (laughs) right now look so on my phone I have these are the Look, all of them. It's Southwest, American Airlines, United, Delta, and mm-hmm. then Girl, you are me. Like, it is literally, like, all my shit is, like, airlines, points. Get it. Yeah, no. Because you got to do it. Because not every theater, like, my request is, and I need to finish my rider, but that's another thing. <laughs> that's, that's another story. But I always request to fly Southwest because then I have to pay for bags and then I don't have to go through the rigmarole and yeah. from the theater. It makes it easier on them. It makes it easier on me. But, you know, some theaters have partnerships with different airlines. I've worked sure. with um, most, most theaters I found um, partner with American, which is weird. So huh. now, so I have an account with them. I have an account with Delta because of... At least it's not spirit, you know, that bus in the sky where your spirit leaves your body every time you're on it. <laughs> yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. That's why they call I, it spirit. <laughs> I will give a gag. I will give a gag. When I was doing Spamilton, original Chicago cast... Oh, I love that show. Jeff nominated. Mm. I'm just kidding. Um, when I was doing Spamilton, uh, my friend Dontario and I... Um, he did it more than I did, but um, we would use spirit to pop in the city real quick and pop right back around. <sighs> but I can't. I'm. I'm. We. We're too old. I can't. Even, I can't fuck with spirit no more. I'm sorry, no, no, y'all. No. Get y'all shit together. Y'all know what. No, 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 no. It's a bus, <laughs> and like, what really kills me is like, um, it's the only way to get to Myrtle Beach, and my family is in the south. So, where, where what kind of beach are you gonna get a house at in the summer? Myrtle, baby, Myrtle Beach, and so. Yeah. You fly directly. The only direct flight from New York City to Myrtle Beach is through Spirit. Spirit. Are you kidding me? And and it's like forty five dollars. But I'll tell you what, you, you yeah yeah yeah. You get the ticket and then like oh you want to pick where you're gonna see it and it's not on the wing. Okay, that's eighty five. Oh, you want to do a carry on, uh, not a check bag. That's that's seventy five. So by the end you're like I should have just fucking flown Delta. I don't know what the hell. And then their seats are like. Like it's, concave, yeah. bitch. Well, but then also try being a big person and getting into oh, that. Oh yeah, like, no. Those seats, those seats yeah, barely well. fit either of you, and I'm like eight inches taller than all of you. So it's Listen, like everyone's eight over inches here. taller than me. Okay, so it's just no, but but I mean, like the point is just like it's so it doesn't like for me as a tall, wide person does not feel safe. Does not. No, feel it safe doesn't feel safe ever. for me as a small, baby, fragile little baboo. It doesn't feel safe. And- <laughs> I, little baboo. For the culture, I need to put lotion on my hands. Great for the I did culture. That before I got on here too, we for love my culture. Yeah, for the culture. Little bitches. I have to put yeah. lotion on my hands. I will not be on Beyonce's <laughs> internet with ashy hands. With ashy hands, get out of here. Um, not in the not in the era of Sasha Fierce. We can't. Not in the of, era of Beyonce, our Lord. So. Speaking of um 
Beyonce's internet, I have been getting notifications all day that my Google Drive is like almost ready to explode. So I'm trying to like go through things that like I don't need anymore. And like a lot of it is like old music video files that I don't need and like stems for things that I can save somewhere else. But I just found an expliciter version of a video <laughs> with a friend of mine <laughs> that I didn't realize. I are, we, are we sharing this? Can no, we... absolutely Green not. Share on no, the pod. Absolutely not. I don't even know what because like we're not doing anything. We're talking to the camera. So obviously we made it for someone else to send to, but I'm confused as to whom that could have been. And then it, also it was to me. <laughs> it was to Sarah Seeds, yes. I'm sending you <laughs> videos of me with other naked men. <laughs> what plural? That's not end. what I meant. I meant yeah. plural. I meant one singular. Oh. It was just me. It's a it's a solo. No, it's just so. Me. What's your Google Drive password? Yeah, yeah. Tell us. And also, <laughs> bitch, can't you can't you upgrade your Google Drive for like two dollars and then you have yeah, you can. But I'm already paying. Like this is the thing, and this is where subscriptions get you. I'm already paying for um iCloud storage. I'm already paying for oh. Dropbox storage. Oh, I have a two terabyte external hard drive, which I just figured out today <gasps> how to do what he I works? want to do. So we're okay. good. Yes, we're good. He's open for business. Open okay. for the biz. Okay. Um, ah! And this just this new computer thing has just been a kerfuffle since day one. <laughs> I love that. Do you one. like it? Do you like the new iMac? Are you happy? Because I, I I love my Mac. Like the desktop. Yeah, and I, I do. I, I do. It's it's. I don't know if I can ever go back to a smaller screen. Like I opened up my laptop screen the other week, and I was like, "Where is everything?" Because the screen is so big, and it like it like my range of motion is like don't two feet. Don't tell her feet. that. Don't tell her that. I do, I'm so sorry. That she heard you. Oh. Yeah, but um, I do like it. I I would I would recommend getting the one that has the larger amount of storage because the one that they had in store and I had to walk out with a computer because it's my it, I, my day to day work all the time. They didn't have the higher volume storage, so that one's five hundred gig. This is two hundred and fifty gig, which like my phone holds more. I feel and yeah. like so I bought the two terabyte external. But other than that, I would just say it's brilliant. I love it. I got the rose gold, obviously. And um yeah. you know, and then you know, <laughs> just have an external to like whatever, but get the get the higher storage. Well, good. So we're not a sponsor, but we'd love them to be Apple Rose Gold. Right. Apple, That's give me a map. call. Everything I own is rose gold. My computer, uh, my laptop, my headphones. My, my phone. Life. Of fact, Apple, send us all an iMac. Sure. Let's right, we're plugging you right now. Well, actually, yeah. I I would love another laptop so that I can be mobile, and so I don't have to be strapped to my desk all day, and I can go to like the little coffee shop on the corner and sit down and do my little clickety clack on the keyboard. Clickety clack, and you don't talk back. I yeah, mean, yeah. Let's go. Well, you know. Okay. Well, so anyway, so anyway, Apple, please send me a laptop. <laughs> yeah, forget her though. Uh, but yeah, it's David, iMac space great. Thank you. Thank you. Another one. Thank you. Another thank you. Um, I'm actually a not Mac user, so I'm just an imposter over here crushing in the other way, but it's okay. It's okay. Look, listen, my phone does this. Okay. So I need to get my, my best friend also has this phone and I need to get her the thingy on the back that you have there. Oh yeah. She looks like a little purse. Yes. And because I'm a it. woman oh and God. have a vagina, I have no pockets and anything. So they're like, here you go. So I can put this in my little Michael Kors fanny. Hey. I love it. And it looks so good. I mean, I love like, a good she fanny. Just goes, she just goes, and it's it's giving. Love so. it. We love that. But enough of that. Also, Android sponsor is high girl. <laughs> so, um, but not spirit. Not not, not spirit. spirit. No even spirit. If, even if they offer. No spirit. 
No spirit. No home. No. No spirit. We're so obnoxious. Spirit down. Um, I think we're wonderful. I do too. I love us. Um, so David, yes. Yeah, so since I've seen you, you've been all over. But I, I, I agree with you. Like this whole age of um, self tapes has been the great equalizer. I'm actually on the committee for SAG-AFTRA for the self tape committee, the national self tape committee, and um, a lot of the things we discuss are not only has it made like the the big divide of like how much money you have or where you live being like the thing, or it's also like doesn't have the ableism it used to have, like. Mm-hmm. You know, Americans with disabilities can now film the same video that I can film in the comfort of their own home. Uh, age isn't a problem. Of course, like technology can be harder for those that aren't as equipped, but it actually has made it a lot easier to be booked um, in a lot of ways. There are yeah. negatives, as is anything. You know, they tried their little page count moment, which we tried to stop in terms of how many a night. And there's also like, you know, having to buy the setup. But once you have a, a decent setup, even a not that decent setup, you look good yeah yeah Yeah. well and the other thing of that too is like i know that the the biggest complaint that i keep seeing from people online and this is predominantly theater people so i don't know really how tv people are kind of responding to this but i feel like there's enough crossover that i can speak to the fact that like everyone is like i'm just so much better in person like i just need my vibe like like okay like i don't and and specifically speaking the people that i'm talking about are like it's not that's not true that's just what you're telling yourself but like you know i think it's easier for you to be better on camera because you don't have to just do it one time you can go back you can fix it you can give your best Mm -hmm. without having to worry about people in the room and messing up and if you mess up it's fine because you can go back and like hit rewind and delete rewind what year is it you can like start over and delete and i don't know when i was doing it i loved it Because you could, like, especially because I work from home, and just, like, stop what you're doing, go do the thing, finish it, upload it, you're done, go back to work. And when you're at a job, physically at a job, it's just like, okay, well, I'll do this when I get home, get home, do the thing, send it out, done. It's not like you're missing anything. I think, I, I, I totally agree with you, and I also think there's a yes and in the sense that certain jobs, yes, you want to be in the room for it. You know what I mean? Like, if we are talking... It's down to me and somebody else. Let me be in the room or what or whatever. Certain jobs sure. we want to be in the room for. But that initial situation for me to get the call back, or better yet, better yet, better yet, just go to my YouTube page and see what I do. And you can deduce from there whether I can do it or not. Don't make me do 50, 11 million things mm-hmm. because of protocol, because of tradition at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sarah, what are your what are your two bits on this? I mean, my two bits are this. I've booked uh, many bits. I've booked I booked a print ad for I can't say the I can't say the cosmetic company. It's a national print ad just like a month ago. And that was off of a fo- just a photo on my phone with a ring light with my backdrop with my studio lighting. M- makeup free. That's what they requested. No makeup whatsoever. Um, And I booked it. And I think if I was in studio for the initial thing, I don't know if I would have because there's a lot of variables happening. They're trying to get people in and out, especially for a go see, which is uh, for those of you don't uh, who are listening who don't know what like a print ad audition is. It's a go see. So like 
for those, they're just like in and out cattle, just get the, even if you're, you know, my agent got me this, but still, it's still a lot of people. So by the time um, I was even in the room with them was the callback and it was such a smaller pool than like you're saying, than what was initial Um, that's benefited me greatly. Also, I find that even as a filmmaker, I feel like it's fun for me to like use the camera here where I'm like tweaking something. I'm like, what was that? Like that, you can make angles, you can make things happen for yourself that'll make you stand out in the room. Um, and also you're able to, and I think this is what social media is too. You're able to curate your image. I mean, you have the version you like of a scene and that's what you like. And you know, you, you fucking crushed it and you feel good about it. The energy's there, the character's there. Um, that's the one you send, but what if you're in the room and of the two takes you get, and then don't get any notes from the director because they're not there, but the casting director tells you a couple of things. You try to apply them, but you don't, you don't know which one they're sending off. This well, kind of gives you that control. Totally. I, I think it's very helpful. And to that point, like in person too, not that everyone does this, but I think when you're there, you subconsciously like look around the room and scan who else has come in for this and like, oh, are they in for this role? Are they in for this role? Or what are they here for? And by doing that at home, that takes that pressure off, you know, of having be distracted by like who else is in there. And a lot of times through those doors, they're paper thin. You can hear what other people are doing mm, and consciously or subconsciously, yeah. you know, like that could affect the way that you present yourself in the room one way or another and so it, it yeah, is like, there a Clydesdale upstairs I mean what's going on like, right, like, like clap, yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had an audition for Duncan Stewart years ago RIP that like um was for I don't, I don't remember what it was for exactly but like I was about to start singing and they stopped me because there was an ambulance going by and they yeah. couldn't it was loud as shit we were on the second floor and so they couldn't hear me so they stopped and like it was stuck in traffic so it was a couple minutes so we, we were just like cool how you guys doing how's your day going mm-hmm. and like it worked to my favor I guess because I got to talk to them and be in there a little bit longer but it was just the initial like we had to stop because of something that was out of our control you know and and whatever have you and when you're in that situation in person like there's so many variables that are out of your control that you can't do anything about whereas when you're at home and you're recording there can be a lot of things that you are in control of also memorizing also memorizing you know know, i was going to bring this up it's like it's not taboo to say that you know sag after fought for this like you actually legally you're not allowed you need to get paid if you're going to fully memorize like six pages that's actually like work like that's not just like here's an audition here's something that you know so they can't they can't say you have to have it memorized but when you're at home in your studio you can have little prompts or things on the screen to the left or things that that maybe even in your room that trigger like, like, you know, I know I had to look over here at this is what I'm talking to and blah, blah, blah. But this is what I'm talking to. Da, da, da. You can set that up for yourself. Also have some keywords some whatever, even a teleprompter sometimes for like commercial work. That's like very telepromptery. Some of it really calls for that. And you wouldn't be able to do that in the, in the live sense. Um, and it really helps. Yeah. I've actually done that where I've had the script Kate yeah on the absolutely ring. i know yes, that we d- i know and sorry, books from that too from doing that have yes, books of course yeah i mean i there's i i t- we talked about this yesterday david but like this podcast last culturistas with matt rogers and bowen yang love them mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite podcasts i hope to be on it someday mm-hmm. putting it out in the universe yeah. matt and bowen give it to me um yeah. but they interview betty gilpin and she talks about this where like this is back in like 2018 i think Mm-hmm. that they recorded this and she talks about like putting the camera on the window and taping the sides to the window because the 
natural light like makes you look amazing and then you have the ah. sides right there and they both were like that's genius that's brilliant i'm like isn't this what everyone is doing like well because you would see what were we doing people, before <laughs> well, let's say you can bring the script in right they always say bring right, the script yeah. in with you for the audition and you should especially in in-person like don't be like that person like no i got it and then you're like Ugh. And then you're wasting their time because you didn't fucking have it in your hand. So always bring in your script like that. That's what you'd have to do. But now with self-tapes, basically bringing the script in with you is having it there. And if you need it, you you take a gander. You know, I think it's like, it's a very effective way, especially for eyeline. So And I'll say this for all you young actors out there. I'll piggybacking off of what Sarah's saying. Always take the script in with you because even if you already know, know the song. Yes. Even if you know the song, because I'm going to show you, I can get a piece of paper right here of what I did in a room and I booked it, right? I was singing this song and there's a part, there's a modulation and the song gets really big. I was like, yada, 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 da, 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 da. Get out. <laughs> yes, as an accent piece. Yeah. As a, as well, a but also too, I've been, I've been told over the years that like casting doesn't like when you don't have it in your hand. Yeah, it looks it amateur. Makes, it makes them nervous. Yep. Like, are you going to make it? Yeah. Are you going to make it? Are you going to get through? Like, how? Also, don't fake smoke a cigarette with a pen. Yeah. Bring an actual cigarette in. Don't light it, but bring something in or don't smoke. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't be like, yeah. They're like, stop. Oh my God. You know? There's just so many things. There's so many things we can teach you, children. See, this is how you become a rich bitch. You know the tricks, the trade, the tea. All listen, of it. listen to your to your aunties. <laughs> be on your gig, know your shit, know yes. yourself. Be mindful of, of who is around you. Open a savings account that you do not touch. It is not for your rent. It is not for your shopping. It is. It's just like, oh, I got paid from such and such today. Let me put 10, 15, 20 percent of that over there, and I can't touch it. Every. I mean, talked about for the yet. children in the back for the children in the back for the children in the back <laughs> get out of here with that fan and it's hard because we want to live and we want to you know live cool. our best lives and be fancy for whoever the fuck but that shit does not matter if you want to be fancy do it for yourself mm-hmm. honey you know mm-hmm. <laughs> us leave them in do that you right. know <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not th- not that we are in any position to give official financial advice because we are not financial advisors. However, mm. you know, I mean, the the one thing that was a big game changer for me was like having a separate like checking account for rent, like just removing that entirely from my other account. And yeah. like, it's just there. Money goes into it. I don't even see it. It's like it doesn't exist. Separating mm. work and play like we're talking about how like d- d- dedicate your time to your self tape, dedicate your time to your interview. Dedicate your time to creating this character of really being fully present in the room. Because if you don't separate or at least compartmentalize in a healthy way in terms of like your money and finances and your creativity and the job, like I'm out to book something. When I'm when I'm doing that commercial audition about whatever is happening, whatever I'm trying to sell, that is where I'm at. I can't be focused on this or that. And the same thing has to do with your money. It can't all be just get it when you need it, grab into the pool, get that peanut jar, get on it, get on in there. No. <laughs> I'm telling from the South, but get the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, get that I mean, jar. Get same. let's be real. <laughs> get, the get your hand out of the cookie jar. Get your hand out the cookie jar. But yeah, that's what I mean. It's like very true. It's very true to have that financial that helps with financial literacy to have something set aside 
and yeah. also investing maybe if that's some of that into something that can accrue money when well, you're older, so, you'll be totally. happy to do that. And so many of us didn't grow up with any kind of financial guidance at all. Like no. not even a remote little inkling of like, try this. Like never once did I hear any murmurs of like financial anything until like, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, six years ago. Especially for artists. And I want to do a Especially call. Especially for artists. I'm going to do a call to NYU Stone Street Studios. Um, Miles Teller is from that. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan. They were the, they were different years than me, but it's the same school in that. It was a three camera for like sitcom soaps. It had a straight camera for film. And then there was a whole class dedicated to the business where we literally talked about money, finances, negotiating, what percentage your agents should have, how much money you should put into this as opposed to that. That was crazy to me to be, uh, I think I was 19 and just be like, wow, they're talking about something that I've been trying to ask questions about, but I didn't have the literacy or, you know, I didn't have the verbiage to say, please show me how to balance this or please yeah. show me how to have money put away. Wait, actors get a retirement? Yeah, girl, they have a pension and health, you know? Wait, wait we do? Like <laughs> after this. <laughs> but um, no, what does no, equity I, have? Equity, equity, has, no, equity I, does equity too. Equity has it too. Yeah. Equity has it too. And, and depending on which theater or which company you work for, they will match whatever you put away. Some of these I've regions, never I've never worked for any of those. So uh <laughs> oh it's whatever. Oh. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> but or a 401k, you know, get yourself like fidelity investments, like get yourself a boo-boo there and start making that thing happen. You know, yeah. don't touch it for a while, you know, don't touch it till you're 60 and young and fun, you know, just wait, 65 maybe, you know, yeah. like. There's things that we just aren't told to do, which are which is like, especially when you're a teenager or early twenties, that you're just like, that's stupid. I'm not even thinking about that, but you should because it's yeah. gonna it's gonna really help you. Well, also, also, it's never too late. It is never too late, as I'm finding to out. Start doing. <laughs> Lol. That. Um, but I mean, I think it's also really this this ties into a lot of what I end up talking about really everywhere because I can't beat this point to over the head enough. And it's, it's kind of like a venture that I'm in the middle of changing, seeking out redirecting at the moment as well. But like having it, like it's okay to have a corporate job or like a thing that pays you dollars that are like real money. Because I feel like a lot of what I wasn't able to do in this regard, when I was younger, was put anything aside because I wasn't making enough. Like I would, I was, I took, I remember this one gig I took, it was in Gettysburg. It was a show about the Civil War. It was written by Ooh, an doctor Emmy, in Gettysburg. In Gettysburg or Gettysburg? Um, <clears throat> it was intentional. But, um, you know, yeah. like it was written by an Emmy winner. There were like, there was like an Oscar nominee that was doing the music. There was a very Tony Award winning director doing it. So it was like names, 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 names. And, you know, I signed up to do it because like it, of all of the things that I had mentioned, but then we, you know, I got the offer and it was like 125 a week with no, with no wiggle room. And like, we were put up, we were housed, but like that was, it was $0, you know, and I did it. I'm glad I did because I made some lifelong friends there and it was a great summer. But pizza like, bites for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Pizza, no, we were, Great. listen, we were living it up. We had like a crab steam. We did like a whole like fish fry. Like but what was, money? With what we, money? We all, we all pooled it together. Okay, it so y'all like walked whatever. away negative. Got it, got it, got it. Of course, of course we did. But that's what I'm saying. Like even taking like 10%, $12 out of that paycheck was like no nah, what what why <laughs> you know Buy i'd rather a lollipop girl yeah right i'd rather have a six pack of beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but um that was also a strange time i was like yeah money money things were weird then it was it was well, money's, for, for me personally but money yeah. is weird and until you're like not yeah. until your relationship with it is not weird and your relationship is more like you exist i'm gonna do the best i can with you i'm gonna i'm gonna trust that you exist well it's fake yeah. first of all yeah it's first it's, it's all fake but yeah, you but you but i i do need to work with you right right, right. i must i must That's have right. you i must have you to function but me, me, I'm me. You're not it. But I'm gonna work with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, David? Wh- I want to ask you a question. What's your? And you don't have to say the amount, but what's your highest paying gig? And did it? Was it reflected in the gig? Did you feel? And what did you feel getting that? Getting that gig? Um, my first on camera speaking role when I was on season three, episode four of Fargo. That was the Fargo. highest gig. Um, and it's still paying because of residuals. Because of Sagatra residuals, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Union strong. Union strong as fuck. What was the second part of the question? Do I feel like it? How did that make, did that make you feel differently towards like, do you know, like we're talking about doing projects here and we're talking about being underpaid, but still loving the job, having a good time. But like, was there a, a level of a different feeling that you got from it due to not just the, uh, what a great opportunity to be on camera with some dope people, but like also the pay, did it make a difference for you in terms of experience? Um, yeah, it did. Coming from theater where you're getting paid literally pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked what, eight hours and got a couple thousand dollars. Wild day rate. Plus then your residuals. That's amazing. And overtime. Yep. And overtime. Oh yeah. Cause how many, yeah. If you go overtime, your hours, your baby, Baby, um, what so, you should be getting because many people watch that. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was with that. I was well compensated in theater. I find that I have to not fight tooth and nail, but fight for what I'm worth. Your worth. You know, and that's even within the union structure? hmm mm. I don't even think the minimum is enough. Wow. Period. I think, I, I saw on TikTok somewhere where an actor was like, the minimum, f- if you're a union actor, should be $1,000. Period. Because a lot of people don't fact- factor in taxes, my agent, my union, um, and or whatever else that I have to pay before I even get my money. Right. You know what I mean? Factor that that in. I recently had a a conversation with my agent and I, 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 at first I thought I was being rude, but I said, fuck that shit. Fuck being rude. I emailed him. I was like, my minimum is this. And when I say my minimum, I mean, I need, you need, you as my agent need to calculate what my minimum will be in my pocket after you've been paid, after my union has been paid and after whoever the else fuck has been, been paid. After all of that, this number needs to be in my pocket, minimum. And yes. he's like, oh, well, I think the opportunities won't be as frequent. And I was like, I don't care. And an opportunity did come up and the payoff, it, and it was below my minimum, but the payoff, if I get this gig, would be worth it because I get to work with who yes. involved it. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll forego what my but it's still, you know, this is what we're 
going for, if it's if I'm not originating a role, if I'm not working with someone who can change something, if I, no, yeah, absolutely no. not, because I still have to pay my bills. Thank God I just got a new roof, so that's done. But you know, you know, I come on, what what are we actually talking about here? And the issue is a lot of people take gigs because they know these kids are coming out of college and, oh my God, they're so good. And they'll just hire the kids because the kids are are, already- Scarcity, scarcity mindset. Yeah, scarcity mindset. Big time. And and my thing is, well, first of all, these schools should be teaching the kids their worth because if, if you're coming out of school on it, period, your voice is top notch and all that shit, then pay the kid, pay the kid. And if I'm, I'm a seasoned actor, <laughs> pay me. I you, see. Yeah, seasoning. Yeah. No, then, then pay these folks. I see and, the spice. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have the money, then get some, put, get some more people on your board. Find it. There are a lot. What I learned in when I worked as a business manager of a theater there's mm. so much money out here in grants that you don't have to pay back. You just have to sit down, find them, write the letter, do the thing to get the grant promise. It is so, and you can get more money. Yes, yes it was expensive, but where there's a will, there's a way. I just had a conversation with Edward at when I got the phone with you. A friend reached out to me and was like, hey, there's a grant out here for this you should apply for X, Y, Z. And I think you would get it because of X, Y, Z. I was like, all right, let's see what, let me apply for this grant and, and we'll see what happens. Yes. A lot of theaters don't have the infrastructure. I understand to do the things or pay more, but at least come in, we have to at a thousand in this economy, a thousand dollars a week should be the minimum minimum. I thought you were saying a thousand dollars a day, and I was still like, mm-hmm, and a week. That's what you're asking. Even for theater, absolutely. I I mean, and when I say a thousand dollars a week, I mean on the regional circuit, like even like yes, no, I agree. These different lords. I'm not talking about Broadway. If I'm on Broadway, everyone, and if I'm on Broadway, that means I'm living in New York. Yeah. Yeah. My minimum should I be at least be 35, even if I'm in the ensemble. Yeah. What is it now? It's like 1700 or something. Oh my God, no! Oh. It's like twenty five, twenty five hundred okay. twenty five or twenty nine. The minimum, which, which sounds of- good, until you factor in paying, paying your agent, paying taxes. Taxes get tax or taxes yeah. come out at a higher rate at that at that point. You know, then rent and car service and trains and gym and yeah, because a lot of theater doesn't do the booking and mm-hmm. addition your agent fee. Like a lot of SAG after stuff is like blank t- t- four thousand dollars plus. Agent, plus right. Plus agent fee. So it's like on top of it. It's not coming from your thing. So yeah. and David, David, to your point too. I mean, I remember years ago I worked at this this summer theater that, you know, was I think they offered me three hundred a week and I was able to negotiate up to like three seventy-five or something because I was like about to be thirty and it was like absolutely not. No. No. Um, and so I took it because it was a show I loved and it was a place I'd never been and it looked beautiful. And I was like, fine, cool. And then we get up there and like, I think it was like the second day we had like an event that we were asked to go to as the cast that was for the board and whatever and what the money people. And the artistic director stood around bragging about how like their seasonal budget was like 1.6 million. And I was like, and you were fighting me on $75. Like, th- good to, luck, girl. Good right, luck. To, to, your, to your point, David, like there is always money somewhere. 
Like, if you want me that bad, I you're going to pay for it. Because it, it's did. just being lied to and deceived and bamboozled over years and years and years of this narrative in the arts that there is no money. There is nowhere to find the money. It's There's not so in the budget. Money. Blah, 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 blah. Like you said, go call someone else on your board. Go apply for a grant. Go sell some shit that's in storage that you don't need. Like, I don't care. Take care of your cast. Take care of the people that you're hiring to work for you. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're going to make so much more than you're paying them anyway. Like, the profit margins on some of these places are enormous. And they're it's designed that way. And it's why the 20-year-olds accept jobs for $125 a week. Because, you know, these people think that they can. And until we change that narrative straight out the gate of university or training or whatever, where you have to, like, hurry up and get something and it doesn't matter how much it costs, just build up your resume – it's it, who cares like just pay me just give me give me what i'm worth you the most it. i've ever made on a professional gig ever was like seven something i think it was like 750 or eight something a week what were you gonna say david so you're trying to uh, i was i was saying that um sorry i was saying that you know as we're doing doing these jobs and as these kids are are coming out of college. If we, if it's if now I've lost my train of thought. Wow, um, okay. brain fog. But no, these colleges. I'll I'll just talk talk about the students. These colleges should tell the kids, you just paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get trained. Some of y'all have to pay that shit back. Yep. I'm sending you to New York to work in musical theater with hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt. Yeah. What the literal fuck? It's fucked. Yeah. Your minimum it should be this, especially if I feel like I've trained you. Mm-hmm. This is what you should be worth. Because they're, and, and oh, that's what it was. Edward, you're talking about saying the kids have to like, Build up your resume. Build up your resume. Build up your resume. There are people who didn't go to school and are on Broadway like that with no resume. Especially now, I think in the environment that we're in, not just in the arts, but really kind of in everything, unless it's like yes. a hyper-specific thing, nobody needs a college degree. If you can learn it online, if you can learn it from somebody else, and you can show up and deliver, who cares? Unless you're a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah, that's that's in right. the non-corporate That's, that's what world. I mean. Right. Because right, like right. the majority, so, so from my father's perspective, my father's an electrical engineer, never ever went to college, was everyone's boss, literally hired people with master's degrees like five years ago because you had to have it still. So my yeah. point is, is that we're in the world of the social media, self-made, can film yourself doing anything, can come up with something, can design something. Those are all the things you can do that for, but there is still that red tape and that like weird stigma. Oh, you don't have a bachelor's. Oh, you don't have them. It's I mean, still there. I think that that's definitely true to a point. I'm, yeah. I'm only, I'm only able to speak to my own experiences, but I have worked in some very high level places that required degrees that I, I don't have one. And I've somehow, and that's awesome. like the hedge fund I worked in, you had to have a bachelor's degree in a three year minimum. I had nothing. Yeah. I came in through a temp agency. They liked me. They hired me mm -hmm. the end. Mm -hmm. Um, the job yeah, you I have came now, into a different channel. Yeah, sure. the job I have You're now with the with the Chelsea Symphony, like that's yeah. a marketing and PR position. I know yeah. how to do it. I can deliver. I don't have a degree. Certainly not in that. <laughs> if yeah, I was going to go to I, school, I it would have been in that. I just think it's kind of it's like for sure in the arts. I think it's 
just from experience, from my yeah. own experience that um, you don't need to do it. I'm glad I went because I think it matured me as a human. I needed those four years to like be a, on my own and whatever. Was it worth the price tag? <laughs> no. Um, but um, well, so, let yeah. Me, let me ask you this, though. I mean, like, I, I know you're an NYU gal. And like, I went for for a summer. Yeah, I, I didn't so, go to Oh, okay. I thought you were, I thought you were the whole way through. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's right. We talked about this before. I forgot. Mm -hmm. um, but all of that aside, like take the price tag of a college mm -hmm. and apply that to moving to New York, finding teachers that are reputable and good and, yeah. and learning on your own without the structure of college while working a job, yeah. you know, like, like would what, I mean, obviously there's serves and limits of all of that. That's kind of what I did. Yeah. Um, and it costs way less than college did. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like, is there something missing in that procedure? Because I think I'm I'm a very, like, practical application kind of person where, like, tell me how to do it and then let me go do it. Right. So for me, it was like, move to New York, find a teacher, tell me all the things, have me learn, and then I'm mm -hmm. going to go figure out the audition circuit myself by actually going to audition. Totally. So, like, from the that. time while all of my peers were, like, in college learning all the things, I was doing auditions, getting in the room, being seen by the people. and. Obviously, like, I've never been on Broadway. So, like, did that really help me? I don't know. But, like, it was, it felt like a head start. And for the, a different kind of person or the right, right, quote unquote, right kind of person, like, kind of going in, like, I guess, bald face, I guess, is like just going to the city, doing all the things on your own organically. Organically is probably the word that I meant. Um, without a big fancy program behind you would save you money and in turn could get mm -hmm. you ahead faster if you're the kind of person that could do well under those circumstances. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll just I'll just say, because I, being the Libra, I like to look at everything. Yep. Yep. Are you all Libra us, too? All I'm Libra are. rising. My I'm a Virgo at moon and sun with a Libra rising. So I have the Libra. That's my, mm. that's my personality. Yeah. That's why we all get along because yeah. David and I are both Libras. Your yeah. birthday is the day before mine, right? I'm October 5th. You're October 9th. 7th. Tuesday. Me and Beyonce have the same birthday, September 4th. But oh my God. Hey. <laughs> speaking of Beyonce, she's about to start her Renaissance tour. I know, so. I can't. It's the best album of all, all time. I can't handle it. I, oh can't God, I don't think I've listened to anything on it that wasn't a hit. Oh, yeah. it's perfect. The entire it's album from start to finish. I did an event today and played it in the background while I was doing the event. I just said it had to be playing. That was just what I said to do. And Period. it was amazing. I'm Maybe. I'm truthfully a little salty because she stole my album title. Renaissance. Uh -uh. Mm. No, it wasn't your title Renaissance Sing. It was, but she saw it and she was like, I'm gonna just ah! take she's that. like, and she's like, I'm one of one. She's I'm like, number one. Right. Except for Ed. I'm the only one. Shit. Right. Yeah. She's like this gay little white boy. I'm gonna take She's his like, ideas. I'm one of <laughs> anyway, but David, you're gonna talk about uh that. And I actually have another thing to say about that too. David, you're gonna talk about like um, I'm, I'm gonna pay uh piggyback. Going back to um, Edward, me and Edward's conversation yesterday, there's no one right road to yes. um Their programs, like I went to a fancy school, Bonnie Wallace University, and I'll go Yellow Jackets. Mm -hmm. And I am so appreciative of the education that I got. I, I will ride hard for the education at BW. Um, and so everyone's trajectory is different. I know my best friend, she went to AMDA. She rides hard for the training she got at AMDA. Mm -hmm. um, and there are people who can just go to New York and do the thing and make it happen. Yeah. I was the person that was like, 
I needed to be in someone's classroom. I needed to be in someone's studio. Totally, yeah. You know, so they're just, there's, there's no one right road to the thing, you know, yep. um, you, you just have to be aware. And it's very hard to be aware of yourself at 17, 18, 19, whenever you're leaving high school. Yeah. But you try to be, and, and hopefully you've had a, a good enough foundation to know yourself well enough to say, this is what is what's going to work best for me. If I were to do it all over again, would I go to BW? Probably. I think I'd do a hybrid, a, a little bit of both. I probably would have killed myself. I think I would have done oh, like some outside yeah. classes and still gone to BW, you know, mm-hmm. or other, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I know I am so grateful for going to that school. Now, some of the emotional stuff that happened, I don't know. Somewhere, right? But Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's a totally different thing. in combo. New York, too. Yeah. No, but that's the thing is like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a different experience for each person. Like for me, I went to George Mason because it was an in state school. I got into NYU, but I couldn't afford to go. So I did in state. I still had a ton of student loans, but because I was learning right away what loans are and to pay them off, that's why I don't have any debt now, is because I was taught right away, get your shit paid. And so, and I still managed to do all the things I wanted to do. That being said, I learned much more in the school of hard knocks and just coming up to New York at age, I think I graduated when I was 20. So I came up here, graduated high school at 17, 20, I'm in New York, really just pounding the payment and doing it was way more educational, obviously, than a college. But I think that, and for the arts too, but I do think my experience, I would never change because it got me ready in terms of the real world being away. Um, I was actually in not like, out in the wilderness yet I was I was on a sort of in the wilderness right because you have dorms and you have classes and you have people that you know and people that you've become really close-knit with and it's kind of a dipping your toes in the water of like Minnetonka version of like getting out and so to me it was kind of hybrid Minnetonka I have to always quote I have to always quote uh Prince every time I can but um you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, it's like, it's like a hybrid too. Cause I, it, then I got a grant to go to NYU. I, like you said, I found out there was this one paper I could write, say, Hey, I got into NYU. Hey, I want to go to the summer stone street studios intensive in NYU. And then that'll add to my credits and I'll say, I've been to NYU. And I did that. And that's what got me like into the city. And then I was like, Oh shit. So there's so many ways. There's just so yeah. many avenues in so many ways. I, th- I think to the, to the point of like having something else too. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I would have, if I would go back and do it again, I don't know if I would have maybe gone to college right away. Cause I did love like moving here and being a little baby mm-hmm. and like kind of getting knocked around a little bit and figuring it out. So I don't yeah. know that I would trade that, but I think what I would have done, and I, I started to pursue this in my early twenties and then I, I stopped myself, but I was looking at Baroque college for um a business degree. Like Mm -hmm. I was going to go and get an MBA, like a BA and then an MBA. Um, And I stopped myself doing it because I was like, oh, if I'm in school, I won't be able to be an actor, which is just like, honestly, like who cares? If you took a year off, who cares? But also knowing the way that I am, I would have been able to go to school and still have a voice teacher on the side, still have an acting coach on the side, still go to auditions. And like school would have always been there and you can put that on pause and you can leave and come back. And I think that that would have been a for what I'm doing now, just like knowing where I'm at now and what I'm doing now, if I would go back, I think that's the only thing I would change. Hmm. I feel that. 
Because yeah. we talked about this before that my parents said, don't go to college, Sarah. Let's literally just go to New York. And I said, no, I want to get a degree, <laughs> a double degree, communications and theater and a minor in dance. Because I was just like, I want to have something. To, but that was how I felt I needed to do it. Now, yeah. should I have gone up to New York? Maybe because like I came up here and did the whole knock me around shit for a while. I was a server. I cried when I saw someone's SAG card because I thought I'd never get one, you know, and now I'm on the board. So that's like this whole weird juxtaposition of like, what the where where you come from and then where you end up so i think it's i think what it's really interesting and what supports everything we're saying is that everyone's path is different and you, but what matters is that you learn from your experiences and then apply them to your life now if yeah. you're not learning you're not living and that doesn't Correct. mean be in school that means live life you know so yeah. yeah i feel like we all know so much about so many things because we've lived well, and we've all come from such different angles, too. Yes. I was just like, rip the Band-Aid off, let's go. And, like, you kind of jimmied the system. And, David, like, you went through, like, the correct, quote-unquote, correct way to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I know, but that's, I mean, like, the expected way. Yeah, what like, is, but yes. Exactly. But you know what I mean? And so the three of us having such different perspectives, perspectives on this and experiences on this, and then seeing where we all are, in the ways that our lives have carried us and that we have pushed our lives in the direction of. I think it's so interesting that, like, I I would venture to say that we're all, like, pretty close to, like, something big next. Mm-hmm. You better mm-hmm. say it because it is, first of all, all of us, we, we're, we're claiming it all. Hands to claiming. the screen, hands to the claiming. claiming. And I can do it now because claiming. I got that stupid... <laughs> And recognition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> claiming. Absolutely claim. I've started claiming. manifesting again and it's really happening already again. We have to manifest. We have to. Yeah. And it's right. it's just like the focus of making it happen because like, you know, I, I do feel that regardless of the path that you're on. And again, the three of us having such different pathways to get to where we are right now, all of us are kind of like on a crest, like right before we just like dive over the other side into whatever is coming, you Ooh. know, like. I honestly I've I can I feel it for myself and like I'm kind of over here stirring the pot like getting the brew ready to go (laughs) double double toil and trouble um and you know Sarah I mean you I feel like you're constantly on the cusp of something amazing like always every day I'm like I already have it so right so like so like give me more just give it just like you're already gonna give it to me and just do it now well and it's also the idea of like you already have it just reveal itself to me yes 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 that's how I feel. I'm. I'm. I feel like. Can you just open this door already? Because I've been sitting on here for like. Right. Yeah, I know and, it's on the other I'm side, and I've been knocking. Anyway, so like, <laughs> I'm making another door. So right. like, I'm gonna get it and just like figure it out for me. Well, if you want to make it easy. And that's also a very important point too. You know, like even if you're standing in front of a door and knocking on it, being like, "Let me in. Can you just open already?" There are always other doors. So Mm -hmm. many. Always other doors. And when other doors close, there are others to open. And when windows close, there are others to open. And so, like, the door window adage. But, like, it's just, like, the skin... It's that Jim Carrey quote that I saw the other day where he was saying, know where you want to go, but detach from the way in which you get there. 100%. And so, you know, like, we were talking... David and I were talking about yesterday, like, the billboard situation for me. When I was a teenager, I came here, saw all the people on the billboards on Broadway, and I was like, God, like, that's what... That's making it. Like, being on a billboard somewhere because of a Broadway show. And, like, now I have one coming up, but it's not because I'm in a Broadway show. So it's, like, the same result, but the way I got there was different. 
And it's it, much better. It's much better because if your face is on a billboard for a Broadway show, that's someone else making money on your face. No, right? totally. Well, absolutely. And I mean, and I don't want to make it like specific to me because it really could just be, I, I want to make this a more general statement, not specific to me, only using my example, because like what you want, if you're attached to how you're going to get it, then you're going to miss the chance to maybe get there because you're not yep. receptive to the other ways in which you can achieve it. David, do you, do you find yourself like, um, in your acting, like you're predominantly acting, correct? Do you, do you write as well? Do you? Yes. Yes. I'd love to hear about that because, um, me and you, when we met first off, I feel that same energy from you. Obviously what I feel from Ed is like just on the, on the massively, uh, beam of light, a very energetic being that you're drawn to. And I think me and you, David, we didn't even really know that you knew Ed. We just immediately, me and you were like, and then exactly I was like, yeah, happened. okay, yeah. And then then you were like, I was like, oh, you're the David literally that he said is doing this. And you're like, oh, you're the Sarah. We did not even know. Yeah. But we just went, boop. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to hear about like, you know, other than the acting, which is like our main boo-boo kitty love, what do you like to do? Like, what do you like to do in terms of other creative outlets? And um, my father was a pianist, so I am wow. I should be much better at um playing the piano, but I too dabble on my piano I write songs all the time awesome and, and I thank God for the voice memo app on the iPhone because then I just <laughs> boop, 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 whatever is in my mind um I also enjoy uh creating like little movies on iMovie um I don't know if you know this Sarah but uh er- Edward knows this and we talked about it yesterday during COVID I created my own Tony Award special I told her <laughs> he told me before this I have not you didn't tell me and I'm, I want to hear, I mean, I know you guys probably talked about it on the other one, but I'd love to hear because I want people to, where can people go see it? Like, what can we yeah, do? It's on my YouTube page. Um, and yeah, it's on my YouTube. What's your YouTube page. channel? What's the YouTube, handle? It's my name, David Robbins. Great. That's uh, D-A-B-I-D-R-O-B-B-I-N-S to those let listening. Me make, let me just make sure. R-O-B-B. R-O-B-B-I-N-S. It's actually David at David, D as in David, S as in Sam, R as in Robert, zero one. We're going to put that in the, in the, in the, in the, in the um, notes. The little description below. There, there it is. And is it linked to like your Insta or something where they can oh, click on my, my YouTube page is its own floating thing. It's not linked okay. to my Instagram. My Instagram handle is uh, at david.s.robbins. There we go. Thank you. Um, And you can also go to www.davidsrobbins.com. Yes, please plug, plug, plug. That that will link to my, my, um, uh, my Instagram, my Facebook and my agents. Oh, and you're like, and you can catch me at the Kroger on 9 PM on every Saturday. (laughs) The Kroger, um, not the Kroger. No, I, I I like to write. I am in the middle of writing what four different scripts right now. Um, I have to finish them. Edward, we haven't talked about this. Um, <laughs> um, what else do I like to do in my spare time? I love um, doing projects on my home. I, I'm based in Chicago. Yeah. Um, the goal is to have a place in Chicago and New York, um, but I'm getting my home in Chicago together. For first um i would like for the thing whether it be broadway or tv film to bring me to new york 
Um, so I don't just have to go there and be like, oh, I'm here, now what? And yep. I have a aim for a place back home as well. Um, I just in so Chicago for only mm-hmm. in and out. It was a booking and it was like fly in on Friday, be there Saturday for five hours, work five hours, get on the plane Sunday morning and be back. I'm going to hold up my pinky finger and say this to both of y'all. If you're ever in Chicago. And you don't, we don't contact you. I swear to. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that. Sorry that it was a really in and out situation. It was a. Sarah has been called out. Yeah. I, I love, I love a quickie, but it's fine. Okay. Next time standing up. Okay. On the corner. If my mom ever hears this, she's going to be like, look, my son. This is who I really am. Anyway. Yes. Straight. (laughs) I'm a straight man. This is who I am. I'm I'm into women. I'm so tired of playing that game. Ugh. Ugh, that's gross. Yeah, that's that whole, gross. Uh, I mean, that's a, no that's a whole different episode of no this shit. No one needs that more than no, no. one. No one. Oh. But anyway, as a woman, as a woman who likes men, I still don't need. We don't need that more. We don't need. No, no we're good. We Let's put a cap on it. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. The quote is full. The quote is full. But any, but those, those. That's how I like to spend my time. I, um, I'm an artist through and through. I'm always creating something, or like even if I'm just sitting doing nothing. A melody or something will come into my head or an idea will come into my head most of the time I just let them go um but my best friend has been challenging me to just write the idea down yes. so what I, what I started to do is I will um, take my google drive app and if it's just an idea or something I'll just type it into google drive so it's out there nothing may come of it but it's just there and that's how that's sort of how those scripts started um I had these ideas I just wrote paragraphs about them and then I started to just type out the conversations I heard in my head Mm. you know um the scenarios that I saw playing out in my mind and now that I don't know what's going to come of them I don't know. But that's not the point, right? It's just that right. they're coming out and you feel inspired to make them, right? You do, to write them down. I think that's like, to me as a writer too, it's like my favorite thing is when I can't stop writing or it's like an idea that I just can't help but write down. Dr. Mm-hmm. Seed Dr. started as that, the show that I that I produced. It was just like, what would happen if there was a non-licensed psychiatrist on the D train and she tried to fix people? And how annoying would that be? And how insane would that be? <laughs> and so I would just write little quickies, like little tiny little like, and that's what kind of got me to where what I made you know so I think that's it I mean just tapping into the source and not worrying about how it turns out and not and not judging it as you do it that part not judging and just having remember to have fun and sometimes it can just be therapy you know you just need to experience something in your life and you want to get it out or and most of the time when I'm retelling stories or anything, it's usually in script form. Edward knows this. I'll be like, this just happened. I said this and I'll, it'll, it'll look like a script. Like I awesome. said, David said, blah, blah, blah. And then this person said, blah, blah, like that. Um, Why is that, you think? Is it it's easier to digest or is it it's so like... It's easier for me to retell. Right, right. There's no confusion about who said what. Right. The receipts, the receipts of it all. Because a script, like if you're reading a script, you, it literally paints the picture. Yeah, it's just for you. Yeah. It's just easier. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's cool. 
Yeah. I like find that really fascinating. I think that's so dope. And like, it is cool to hear that you have artistry in your blood too. Like that your dad is a pianist and um, so is, um, my mom is, oh. a, is a CPA. By, um, that's what, like what she does. But um, my mom is, I think is a natural actress and um, is always drawn to music. She's very, very artistic. That's very, wonderful. Um, and like I said, my father was a pianist and a gospel composer. Um, he wrote a few songs that were published and um, I he passed away when I was in eighth grade. Mm. And I always wonder how different my life would be in this industry if he were still alive. Right. Um, what do you what people. do you mean by that? Well, because he knew so many people. I, I, nepotism. I'm speaking about nepotism, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but then you want to be on this podcast, Boo. This is not for Nepo babies. Just right. yeah, you would not be here, bitch. <laughs> no, but that's that's a good point to make. You know, I've had the same thought in, in my life because both my parents are not artists, not in the field. My dad's an electrical engineer. My mom used to teach art. Wow. Right. There's a motorcycle outside. Uh, my mom used to teach art in elementary school. And then she, when she had kids, it was like, nope. And there was none of that. So I always wondered too, what that would be like to just have a parent. I'm not complaining about my, my youth was great. I'm so happy for my parents, the ones I have, but it, it is interesting, you know, when you think about what could have been with your father being so in the arts, uh, how would that shape your life? What would he think about what you're doing now? What would he feel? Um, would you guys commiserate about certain things? You know, I like. I think we would be collaborating on on music. Yeah, he actually, he was my first um, piano teacher, and then I think he got frustrated. So then they actually paid <laughs> lessons. Um, and but even when uh, I started having an, an outside piano teacher, he was still there teaching me and guiding me. There's a song from the musical called "Closer Than Ever," um, called um, "Oh My God." you are the music if i sing you are the me but anyway the lyrics go my father's pride was in his hands the piano was his soul i often wonder as he played show tunes much off of rock and roll what he loved he taught me now music's what i do and often when i'm writing in my hands dad's there too that mm. uh, it's my life. Whenever yeah. I'm, that like, sounds like favorite. a spinoff variation of like ragtime from Daddy's Son. Uh, what well, I'm t- I can't Daddy remember. Daddy played piano. Um, oh the- shit! Yeah. <laughs> when I sing, when I sing, the the the, mm-hmm. the musical is called Closer Than Ever, and the song is called When I Sing. When I sing, when I sing. You are the music. Oh yeah. I love you taught me how every day. And yes, I'm singing so people can like it seems like a book more. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is not an audition, David. <laughs> yes, it is. Not anything me, is. Go you for it. Learn, you, you, first rule of being a rich bitch in this industry, use every platform you're given. Use it. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think she gets close to the mic and does little voices? Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I hate us so much. I know, me too. We're awful gutted. I, I hate us too. I'm actually going to go because say, I hate us. <laughs> oh, really. um, I love your shirt, um, Basquiat. Uh, yeah, Basquiat. Um, did you see the exhibit in New York? No, I didn't. And I'm so pissed because oh. I had to leave. I was so... Uh, I was there opening oh night because yeah. I was um, I was helping out with uh, 
its opening because I was like really involved, just a little bit more involved. And um, his whole family was there. And I became really close with one of his, I think, uncles and his brother. Um, and we follow each other on Instagram. And they're such, they're the most kind humans. Everything I do, they're like, I love it. Yes, girl. Yeah. Like what a gorgeous family and what a gorgeous legacy. I mean, his work is amazing. Unparalleled. Um, my friend got to go to the exhibit with her mother. Um, and I was so just, she was sending me the, the pictures. I was like, oh, and I just could not make it to New York to see it. And I hate that. And I hope it tours. It needs to, because it's unreleased stuff like his family has, you know, like notes and his upbringing to see his living room when he was a kid and like the club scene and who he was there with. And I forgot that he like was with Madonna for a minute and all this like random, really interesting pop culture moments. Um, yeah. And, and, and New York. I love it. Just it's so New York. It's so grungy and like fucking real. I miss that. Yes. Is New it's, York grungy anymore? Honestly, you guys. Yes, live, it's crunchy I as hell still. It's okay. very grungy. Yes. Yeah. COVID was like, oh, girl, you thought you were clean. Now you're grungy again. Just kidding. Girl, we're going to take like it the, back to the 80s. Yeah. There's like a lot of really fun <laughs> things lately, too, that I've gone out to and seen that really make me feel like that New York grit, but like in a really beautiful way, you know, and I miss that. And to yeah, be clear, it's that. not the grit that, like, when you walk down the street, you feel like you immediately need to take a shower because you're covered with, like, urine no, smell. No, we're talking and, about the good soot. grit. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about because um, if you're ever in Chicago, Edward, you know, um, mm-hmm. boys used to feel really gritty. Like that, you know, that um, rebellion of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, now it's, like, that- shiny, chrome, and pretty. Yeah, where I was staying was actually a little bit different for me in Chicago because it was, like, it was at the the Marriott it was like right downtown by the water mm-hmm. and it was just so it was a lot of chains and it was shiny and I was like I don't know if I like I want to see more of like this city because this is like the second or third well it's New York LA and then Chicago it's the third biggest city in the whole United States and yeah. I love the feel of it because it's so it's so midwest but like northern I love that vibe I love Chicago yeah and I think um I need a better I need you to just give me a tour next time I like literally have time definitely I live on the south side of Chicago I born and raised in South Shore mm-hmm. I still live so my home is in South Shore um, I spent a little time after um, college, I moved up north to Uptown, uh-huh. um, back in the South Side. I love the South Side because where else am I going to get some good Harold's Chicken any time Fiesta? Truly. Okay. Truly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ed's left. Ed's left the room. He doesn't even. He, he's like, I'm done with it. No, but I, I love playing tour uh, a tour guide and i was i was a set believe it oh hi oh we have guests hi dog i was sorry riley had surgery and blair is leaving to go be fabulous and famous somewhere so i'm sitting here watching her while she recovers from her little stitchy situation this poor baby animals she's the best we love her yeah, she'll be good. She'll just stay right there. She's a tough bitch. Oh, she's she'll so cute. Oh, I'm, haven't I met? Yeah. Hi. Hi. I've definitely what met. And, oh, she's like, no, no. Mom, don't leave. That's supposed to drug her up. <laughs> well, that's the problem, too. I, my kitty cat has to get, like, just one tooth taken. And it's not, it's not serious. It's just, like, down the line. 
Um, and it's hard to explain to them when they're on drugs. You're like, it's cool. Like, it's oh going to be all watching right. Her, watching her get drugged up at the at the ER was so funny. Uh, I, I just have to sh- shoot that in her mouth. Oh. Okay. Can you just text me the direct? Kind of what are you eating, I David? Like I love what you're eating. Sorry not to call you out. I just no. love food. <laughs> I love hippies. It's one of my favorites. Because you're talking to a vegan lady 10 years now. Okay. Love those. You're welcome, bye. They're my favorite. I just figured <laughs> we were taking a segue. I take I just take a full, few handfuls of. That's them. fine. Oh, I feel listen, like, I I feel like we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna edit this out, and then all of a sudden, there's just gonna be a dog in the background. <laughs> I, or keep it. I mean, we all need to know Riley's transition into the oh world. Oh my god, this poor speaking, girl. Speaking of drugged up dogs. Okay. I don't know why this keeps them coming up on my, my my YouTube feed? But do you know that in the wild, dogs seek out shrooms? Oh, I didn't know. Dogs like getting high. And interesting. They they have found that since um so many people have like edibles now, dogs will purposely eat the edibles to get high. Oh. On purpose. Oh yeah. My, my friend Catherine, my friend Catherine's dog got into her purse and ate edibles. And like they were for the dog. Cause like to keep him calm, because mm-hmm. like when she goes away, he goes nuts. Um, and for the neighbors of it all, like keep calm. But mm-hmm. he ate the entire bag, and just was like looped forever and a Done. day. <laughs> it was so Washed funny. out with the bath water. Just anyway, done. anyway, continuing what we were talking about earlier. I'm so sorry for the interrupt. You're good. I want to talk about these dogs that these shrimps in the wild. That's really. I will, Sarah. I will send you because it was on what Entertainment Tonight. Okay. It's so good. It is so. The fact that dogs like to get high. Yeah. Because we know cats do. Right. Catnip catnip fields. Catnip hello. I love when farmers grow catnip just as such a weed and it just goes so fast. And then you go outside and they're like, yeah. Oh yeah. When we were kids. I had cats growing up when we were kids and like cats. we would we would get the catnip and like put it on a plate yeah. and they would roll around They're in it like, and they would just be like You're like oh it's my insane God. it was so funny. It's just like a Gwen Stefani luxurious music video. It's like <laughs> Can somebody please make like a montage of cats flipping out over catnip to that song? Because I'm hot every night and day and now we get to lay that it's it's like that whole video is just her on catnip laying on some jewels <laughs> oh my god we should replicate let's replicate okay, done so can we talk about uh Gwen Stefani making hip-hop music at that one time she like what what was Wait, going which on? which time what album were you which talking time? about with the how did you go girls yes yeah just the 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 appropriation of Gwen Stefani Yes. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty that. And know, but it was, it, was, so weird. it was like, it was good stuff though. It was good, it was, but it was, it was, it was very good. But looking back now, I'm like, yeah. the thing that I have an issue with, and I think I had an issue with it then, but I didn't really know why or how to articulate it. I just yeah. felt weird about her like being followed around by a bunch of Harajuku girls. Like Asian girls. Like, I didn't understand it. It was like her paid entourage. I'm like, oh, you hired people to like parade around. So we made a joke. We saw her um, in concert, but it was a double concert with her. And I think 
maybe Kanye West, another didn't age really well. But anyway, so it was a double concert. It was a lot, um, but it was like during a good time. Anyway, um, she during came out with her How Did You Girls? And, and I said, Daphne, Daphne, watch out. She's coming for you next. Cause my friend Daphne is Taiwanese and we should always joke that and say, Daphne would openly say, I hope I'm near the front. So she steals me. And we were just like joking. Cause it was like, so up. So we made, we knew it was not right. And we were like, this is wrong. And Daphne's just like making jokes to the gods about it. But I think looking back, we're like, was that our coping mechanism that it was weird? Yes. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was so good. Ugh, I have, I don't know. I know. From an art perspective, it's brilliant. From like an ethics like her, section. Her first like, music maybe. video out the gate was her like Alice in Wonderland realness and take a chance, you stupid Oh my ho. God. It's one of my that chance, you that. Oh. Well, but also that music video is like eight minutes long yeah, it's a movie it's so good it's so good i love it's so it so good i remember being in high school being like what is yeah. it was, it was that it was britney spears in the zone oh my god y'all are so young i feel like I, was, I feel like i was already like ridden hard and hung up wet at this point like ah! <laughs> that song came out and i was like yeah what of it <laughs> well, I love in the zone because like Madonna's in there wearing her like gentleman's attire and she's like, Hey Brittany, say you wanna lose yeah. come over. And she's just dancing on gentlemen's like, oh yeah. She's just dancing on dudes, which is like being like Madonna about it. I was like, oh thank you. Thank you. So iconic like they don't they Iconique. don't music Okay, well I lied I lied a little bit. Okay, so uh Love Angel Music Baby was two thousand four. Okay. Okay, so I was about to graduate high school, so I hadn't hit I hadn't hit the hung up wet situation just. Oh, I was, a I was about to. Uh, I was a, I was an, um, I was five, and I was in the. Um, <laughs> I was not born yet. My so. parents, my parents let me listen to Gwen Stefani as a yeah, child. They were like, "Love Angel Music Baby, it better be good." Love yeah. Angel Music okay, Baby, see, it's music for babies. <laughs> what was that, David? What did I, you say? Oh my God, Gwen Stefani, uh, that's so mm-hmm. vintage. That's so vintage. Oh my god. Yeah, but that album is about to be 20 years old. Shut up. Why do oh, you I'm leaving? Like Bye. I, 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 what the fuck? Like that's uncalled for. Mace. I mean, what was it? What was it like this? <laughs> the mace. <laughs> don't, you, don't you mace me through <laughs> Being a woman. Yay. <laughs> well, what is it? But also like to make matters worse, like, like the real. middle the middle of nowhere Hansen album is about to be twenty-five. Oh, that I believe because that feels like Is it twenty-five? I mean, Hang on a minute. That was like I'm gonna fact check myself in real time here. Like that was like I awakened. You know what I mean? Like that was like Okay, nineteen ninety seven. Here we go around again. So yeah. it's already twenty-five years old. Great. I thought so. I mean that yeah. makes perfect sense. That album is epic. I just I was barely it. verbal then, of course, and I couldn't even barely keep up. But from what I heard, yeah, it's a bop. I was a little preteen, and I was obsessed with Taylor and his long hair. I loved him. Yeah, well, that's the one you should be obsessed with. At least when I look back, I'm like that probably was the one. Yeah, but I think these days I'm kind of more like Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> no, Taylor. I it was, was never. Talking. It was never Zach. I was never into Zach. I always looked at Hanson like a joke. I was like. But the thing is, like, yes, and I understand why. But when you look back at it, they were so good. Mm -hmm. Like, that Middle of Nowhere album still stands. No, it was, like, the most popular album for a while. Like, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, like, could never at the time. And then Dancer was up first, and then they were like, bye-bye. 
bye 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 and then it was like you know backstreet boys and in sync and backstreet boys is is superior but incorrect false no absolutely correct their songs are better individually not not that not superior i feel like individual members of in sync are better but i think as a collective I love you. You are my fire. So much better. Backstreet's back, all right. NSYNC is a better group. I'm sorry. No, Justin Timberlake is a better performer, but aside than anyone. That Pop Odyssey tour. Oh my God, I saw that tour. I went to that tour. It's on YouTube. Educate yourself. Go to YouTube. The whole celebrity album. The Sarah whole just amazed herself. Yeah. I okay, know that, okay. that out al- that album was sick. It was good. No uh, Millennium. Millennium Backstreet Boys literally was the best, the top song literally in that entire year. It beat everything. But anyway, it that's was. fine. It was. It was. I see we're all friends here. They're all literally. Like, who cares now? So, you know what also, I mean? Also, I follow Joey Fatone on Instagram, and it's my favorite thing ever because he, oh he was always the he was always the one for me. I love he was it. always the one for me, too, which makes Joey Fatone. about a lot of things. That that just explains our whole friendship. I was, right I was JC Chazé <laughs> or or Justin, you know. And see, that, that makes so much sense to me. Yeah, because I'm a girl who <laughs> was like, girl. I don't want a dad to bang. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I did it at the time. Dad right. Even Rewind to when I was 13 the, years old and I was like, yes, time. Joey Fatone, begging Joey out. Fatone was always did it for me. He always did it for me. I know. It's why is this such a controversial opinion? I feel like if we had put this on like Twitter right now, there would be a frenzy. If I yeah, was like well, I, every poll I've read is Backstreet Boys are superior. So that's I'm sorry. I mean those Justin poll- Timberlake beats all. See, that's the problem. He's like better. So it's like to me, I accept that. I'm gonna throw something in the mix here that's gonna be polarizing. Okay. 98 degrees. What about them? Nicholas Shea, my guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicholas Shea and his brother. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. and that dumb meathead that was in the back all the time. Oh, I don't remember who that was, but I do remember who that was. You know but what I mean? Was, he was just like, uh What is ninety eight degrees? Um, you're all I have. No, that's that's insane. No, sync. that's insane. Uh, oh yeah. Um, what was the ninety eight degrees song that is good? Other than uh, other than the Mulan one. Oh my god, the Mulan one. Hell, yeah, lol. So um, good. let me. I actually don't. I'm, 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 true I'm, to your heart, you must be true, true to your, your heart. heart. Yeah, you're correct. Um. Oh, his name was Jeff Timmons. <laughs> oh weird this? okay so nick lachey jeff timmons and drew lachey are all credited for vocals but justin jeffrey is not <laughs> credited at all he went like this <laughs> also if you if you look at them if you look at the images of them that pop up no no offense to justin but oh, yeah, not well not not age well no he looks, like looks a poodle. Like he looks like a dad you know the other the other guy that's not a Lachey is still hot as fuck. Oh, you're talking I'm about a, that. Okay, we're, we're I'm on their website right now. Oh, you're talking about 90 degrees. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, not Justin Timberlake. Okay, but they went like, to Justin they Timberlake. Went to the only sing- thing I didn't like about Justin was he had like poodle hair. That was the only thing like later I didn't really like. But yeah. JC Chazé gave it, but then JC did his own song, his own album, and it was so try hard it hurt me. It was like some girls dance with women, and it's like mm. stop, just stop. Mm-hmm. It was it's, that's it's not it's not for that you. That song was so terrible. It's not for you, bro. Some girls dance with women. Oh wait, okay, so here wait, here wait. Here's the ninety. Here's the ninety-eight degrees of it all. So ninety-seven, Invisible Man was their breakout, which is weird to lead with a ballad, but okay. I don't even know what that is. Um, 
I'm baby to you. All I am is the invisible man. I barely know. I don't really know what that is. So <laughs> good. Um. Anyway, then they went on tour with Janet Jackson and a bunch of other people. Okay. They did the True to Your Heart situation with Disney and Mulan. That was that situation I knew, yeah. Um, They did, okay. I remember so then, him and Jessica, like, that's what I know, is, like, them being. Right, 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 right. And then they re, they had the Revelation album, which was Thank God I Found You uh, with Mariah Carey and Joe. Mm. And then Give Me Just One Night, Una Noche, when they were trying to be Latin. And, oh. uh. My everything. Oh, I remember that song. That was my everything. I think I remember. Yeah, I used to sing the shit out of that in my living room as a teenager because I loved it. It was so good. Um, and then they did a reunion tour and let it snow. Right. You know what Christmas album is really good? The Hanson one. Truly, not gonna gonna lie. Hanson has it. Yes, they do. My family played it for years every year. It's a bop, and I swear to God, I'll stand by Mm. that. Truly, I would love nothing more than to create a separate podcast where we only ever talk about 90s and early 2000s, like pop culture Bands. and music. Oh, I could oh talk God. about what it forever. Same. We have to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Done. We can call it Popped. Nice. I like that. What's it? Okay. <laughs> I said... Um, because yeah. I could do this all day. Like I, instead of doing homework, I would watch VH1 behind the music or the music. Oh yeah, video. Or making pop the video, video, pop up video, and like wait, 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 wait. But like also on on right, sub- wait, wait. more on subject. Wait, you think you know my life? You have no idea. <laughs> this is the diary of Britney Spears. Oh my god. Um, this is lucky. Oh my god. This is um, No, but more more on subject. Um, okay, sorry. Behind the music. Uh, but the making of the video is what really got me into t- like creating TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like seeing how it was made, and even though it was a music video, it was still like, oh, it like I had this moment where I was like, oh, this is probably also similar to how television is made. Mm. Yeah. And they showed you the making of it, and like the edit, and then the thing, and then the thing, and then you the saw very it end. all come together. Yeah, you would see the the final product, and the one that sticks out to me is uh, Christina Aguilera, "Come On Over, Baby." Oh, yes, such a mm. good one. Mm. Um, mine's uh, mine, mine's Britney Spears toxic. I mean, it's yes. When Did she they do a making the, of the video the there? Yeah, they showed the behind the scenes, and she's like, yeah, dun, 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 when she's in the um stewardess outfit, and like how many times they had to do that, and the guy that was there with her, she thought was she's like, he's hot, y'all. Oh, I remember. Yes, 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 yes. And she was and like, also, that man is hot. She broke the section when when she's like climbing up the wall. Yeah. She the section cut. What else? And she had Tyson Beckford in oh. the... Oh, I remember Tyson Beckford. Oh, God, he was such a hot good boy. Um, also, I think I'm, I'm having a faint memory of them doing Oops, I Did It Again, too, with, like, the red rubber suit. And when you see that without the music playing, it's just, like, squeaking. It's so funny. <laughs> Britney Spears is the one artist that had the most making of the videos. She did Oops, Lucky. I think she did Stronger. Yeah. They didn't do one for, did they do one for Slave for You? They definitely did one for Toxic. Stronger, oh my God, y'all, with a chair, just her in a chair, giving it. Giving it. And they did giving. one for Me me Against the Music, which was around, and oh, me. the Me Against the Music making of the video was the, um was like her um promo for the Onyx Hotel tour, which was the yes. fighting in the zone tour. Yes. But, and I think, me personally, I think in this, uh, the Onyx Hotel was her best tour ever. 
Me personally. I agree, but her best album, in my opinion, Blackout. Blackout. See, mm, it's the okay. trashiest. It's the best. It's Give Me More. Um, give me, give me. It's got that. It's got Toy Soldier. It's got Break the Ice. Toy Soldier is so good. Not everybody knows about Toy Soldier. Oh my God, you guys. I didn't realize this, but VH1 making the video had 14 seasons. Of course it did. Yeah. That is wild. How long That's, did that run? 2007? Well, that runs in like MTV Cribs. It was, it was MTV, not VH1 friend. Making the video was MTV. Oh, you're right. Oh my God. Why did VH1 was, was behind VH1? the music. Behind you're the right. Music. You're right. You're right. You're um, right. But yeah, MTV Cribs is the same thing. Like I loved one of my favorite moments was watching MTV Cribs and then seeing like Mariah Carey and five costume changes and then yeah. seeing, and then seeing Redman from the Wu-Tang Clan live in literally a one-story rancher in Staten Island and be like, yeah, this is where like this stuff happens and it's like a dirty dining room. Like this guy is amazing. Like he's living <laughs> his best life. He doesn't give a fuck. It's um, so beautiful. Also to tie gorgeous. also to tie this in, 98 degrees was the premiere episode of making the video. Really? Wow. Yeah. 1999, I do cherish you, first episode. I do cherish, cherish you. It wasn't wasn't Jessica in that was Jessica in that song? I think so. I don't know. But then That's it was, episode. but then it was Britney. Britney was second with you driving crazy. Well, now that we've gone on a tangent of um, '90s pop culture realness, and I have no, <laughs> I'll just how, edit this uh, out and put it in our been, next one. I, no, I love this. I don't know how long we've been recording. Uh, at uh, roughly, all. roughly about um, two hours. <laughs> oh my god, we need to. Okay, so we need. To, I need a timer or something because I can't see what time it is. I'm so sorry. We go on tangents. No, we do. Um, it's fine. Let's let's think, wrap with something fun. Okay, <laughs> and then I'll make magic say, with editing. <laughs> David, you've been a glowing person since I've met you. I'm so happy to see your face. I'm so happy to hear that you're working, that you're embracing the technology of the self-tape, that you're asking for your worth, that you're traveling about town, that your Chicago Chi Town realness is going down, and you're also in New York sometimes. Like everything you're doing is making you a rich bitch. You're on your way. I'm so excited for you. And I'm excited to watch your Tony Awards that were like during lockdown. I am. Well, I'll send it to you. You should. Um, I think you're amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for doing this. And um, yeah, get the get the bag. Put the money on the on the table. I love you both. I love I'm you. So to have been your guest. Um, please have me back again. Um, Absolutely. I mean. And fuck it up. <laughs> you don't have a choice, bitch. We'll have you back, of course. Yeah, yeah. You're you're pretty much you're probably next door right now. You're probably gonna come out of this. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> you don't want me back? <laughs> you're so rich. Uh, pay me. Pay me.